Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy. Been with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I always say on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We've got Jackie Siegel coming on. She's going to tell parts of her story, talk about her foundation, her books, and a movie that's coming out. So we're definitely excited to get into depth on what she's doing, what she what she's been through, and everything in between. Yeah. So Jackie, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? Oh my gosh, we're doing good. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. And also, um, for the people that don't know who Jackie Siegel is, a lot of people know me as the Queen of Versailles. Yes. I can't believe I left the the most important part off, right? Yeah, Yeah, they don't know my name. They don't know my name, but you say the Queen of Versailles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know her. Exactly. (laughs) The one with the big house. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you're going to watch that yeah, years ago, if you're going to be known for something, I mean, <clears throat> try to build the biggest house ever. I mean, I think that's a really good thing to be known for. <laughs> yes. you know, the thing is, I wasn't even trying to build the biggest house. It's just like, you know, when it I just happened. Just yeah. Happened. <laughs> yeah. When I did the documentary. That's when I found out that. that oh, was, wow. Just because they went into their research. Yeah. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> So as we get started here, I always like to start the show the same way, because as you know, we're in a crazy year. 2020 is definitely a one for the record books. How has COVID affected everything you've done? Because I know in the entertainment industry, it has. And what are you doing to kind of maneuver around that? You know, I'm so glad you brought this up, because in in my experience, and I, I, I represent a lot through Victoria's Voice Foundation, which, um, of course, um, our daughter, she died of a drug overdose. So our mission is to save lives. And she died five years ago. And we were making progress um, through mm-hmm. um, you know, communication and, and with the uh, Narcan and all of saving lives. But with the COVID hitting right now, yeah. people in their isolation are getting depressed People oh. have lost some their jobs. Um, mm-hmm. uh, kids are being um, doing virtual school from their their bedroom and not having the socialization that you know we're, we're um, creatures right. of, of, of we we need human yeah, we, yeah. interaction yeah. contact you know Absolutely. and and I I found what what's happened during this COVID crisis is that um, more people are turning to drugs if they are doing we're already were they're doing more and the um death rate from fentanyl and drug um overdoses has gone up i know i know in certain counties like over 150 percent from year to date from now so um there is so much more people um during the covid um pandemic it's really there more people are dying from the drugs than from covid because of, uh, of their isolation and stuff. And isolation is important and being careful, you know, but. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So it's, it's certainly changed a lot of things. It's made my life, um, on, uh, you know, fighting the drug dr- drug epidemic even um, more of an urgent importance yeah. than, than it yes. was last year. And um, I get calls every day from people. Um, so someone just called me, their, their son had actually um, overdose on fentanyl twice where his heart, he stopped breathing. He was basically dead. 
but the the um the emergency people they they used the fentanyl and brought him back to life and they took him to the hospital and the the, the main thing is to once you bring him back to life from the fentanyl to get him to the hospital so they can flush their system and keep him on you know the IVs and all that so i mean yeah. yes and that's just one incident i, I met another um woman that was in mrs the mrs north carolina pageant and oh, your wow. southern people there and um, she just lost two sons. Oh, you know, so, from, so wow. it's just, it's so heartbreaking, and it's like people like you that were able to you know get the communication out there and mm -hmm. and, and just show people that that we care and that they're they're not alone, even though if they yeah. are in in the COVID like stay at home order or, or whatever, you know. Right. Yeah, because I don't know what I would you know I went through nineteen years of addictions myself, <laughs> and um first five years of our marriage it was really hecked on my wife because of those addictions but you know she loved me through them and you know she did put up with a lot now i didn't cheat and i didn't hit her so i didn't cross those lines but i crossed every line outside yeah. of that probably and you know sometimes when we tell our story sometimes people are like oh she let you walk over her and i'm like no she let me experience god's pure love through her because if it weren't for the love of her I probably would not be here today. And I think that wow. that's where people miss on the addiction side is people who get addicted, they're admit they're missing that something that there, there's something missing within them where they no longer feel like they fit in or they don't, or they feel like an outcast or they feel like they're not worthy. That's probably the biggest one, not yeah. feeling worthy. You're, you're exactly right. And so when, when you feel like, um, you're not worthy because you, because you are doing drugs or alcohol or whatever. The 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 mental cure for when you feel that way is to do another dose of drugs or another beer or a shot of vodka or whatever. The you know what I mean? Like that. That's kind yeah. of like mm -hmm. then it becomes a cycle, right? Because exactly. then, then, then it's like okay, you take a few drinks, you get drunk, and then yeah. the next day. You feel guilty, so then you do it again, and then you feel guilty, and then you do it again. And it's a never-ending cycle well, until you've got to break that cycle. They say that um, alcohol is basically the um, only, um, like, I don't, I don't know if you call it a drug, but um, mm. it, the, mm. that it's the, um, what do you call it, the, the, the treatment or the cure for its own ailment. Oh, because, wow. you know what I mean? So, like, if, right. if you're hungover in the morning, the lost oh. you. Okay. Oh, there you are. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> if you're hungover in the morning and not feeling good, the, a, a drink in the morning, that's why people, some drink Bloody Marys or mimosas, you know, just to mm, kind yeah. of take that yeah. job. Definitely understand. I mean, I'm not saying... I'm just saying for like real alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely get that. And, you know, talking about this whole year, we went the opposite of most people because, you know, when we launched our show, um, the goal the goal was to do 100 interviews this the very first year because we launched January 3rd. And we thought if we did that, that would be a great, we, if we did 100 interviews first year, we'd be ahead of the crowd. I don't know. If, oh I don't know God. too many. Yeah, I don't know if two hundred shows. It, but wow, here's the funny proud. part: COVID happens. Yeah. And oh, I told March. Sandy, I think this is our year to shine. And because of that, not only have we stepped it up, you are now our two hundred and fifty-first interview this year. Yes. Woohoo! Two hundred fifty-one. <laughs> Good number. So, <laughs> so you know, 
So for some people, COVID's been negative, but for others like us, we, you know, again, it's, it's still bad. I don't want to see anybody die, but there's nothing we can do about it except find a way to use what we got. And so, you know what, let's find the opportunity, silver, silver lining in this. Yes. Well, I, I try to be as careful as I can. And, um, uh, my husband, he's um, 85 years old, and wow. he's, he's 30 years older than me. So I want to keep him safe. And yeah. oh, of course. if I do have um, like an outing that I, I need to go to, mm-hmm. um, um, I, I get tested every week. We have home tests, and I also have a, a nurse that comes to the house and tests the entire family for anyone that's going to be around my husband. So we're actually uh, very, very careful. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, but, the, but, the, but the good news is um, they say in general, uh, the virus has gotten weaker. It so seems like that. I've heard that. Yes. In yeah. January. So that's good news. <clears throat> and, and if you look at the numbers, because <clears throat> I've been studying, because again, we're in Georgia. So everything's been open for us for almost the whole time. I mean, we, yes. Yeah, so, so, so I've watched the numbers. Yeah. And I remember when you look at the numbers overall, when we hit the first 100,000 deaths, it was about 1.5 million cases. Mm-hmm. We just crossed 200,000 deaths, but yet we're at 8 million cases. So that shows you the difference. Well, you know, I have people that work at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. hospitals, um, they, they get a, like a money from the government if they say that someone's right. died of COVID. So oh, wow. even if someone's like in a car accident on the, the, yeah. the death thing, that they just put COVID. I mean, I've gotten this firsthand from um, oh, wow. people wow. from the hospital that that's what they're they're instructed to do. So mm-hmm. I, I think that the numbers are a little skewed. You know, maybe mm-hmm. the, the person in the car accident had COVID, but if they died, yeah, exactly. And I think that's when people hear stuff like that, they think that we're saying it's not real. But we believe the virus is real. We just believe it's overrated than what people say. Yeah, well, and there are people that that are compromised that that. Um, yep. If right. they got the if they got the flu, they they would probably die as yep. well. Exactly. So if they got, you I mean, still got to be careful. Yeah, you still have to be careful. Yeah, that's and like we still we still get out and do a lot of stuff and and yeah. you know mm-hmm. if we're out and about walking, I'm not wearing a mask. But if I go in places, yeah, I'll yeah, put, a, I put on a mask because yeah. I still don't want to get it. You know, <laughs> even yeah, if right, I don't, right. you know, even right. if I wasn't going to die from, I still don't want to get it. But yeah. No I want to be safe and I want to make sure that if I do have it and don't know it, I don't give it. So, so I, I do wear a mask, but we still yes, got to live do. our life, too. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we do have to live our lives and that, that's so important. And um, um, I just wish that I invested in, in uh, Zoom calls, uh, you know, back <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> because Zoom went through the roof, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So let's talk a little bit about what you've done Um Tell us your backstory as we get started here. Tell everybody a little bit of what, you know, what brought you to here a little bit. Okay. Um, I'll try to make it quick for you. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm from um, upstate New York and um, I ended up moving to, to Florida, which I love Florida. And while I was in Florida, I entered the Mrs. Florida pageant oh. I won, and I won Mrs. Florida. Oh, wow. I went to Mrs. America. And through the pageant, uh, and then I bought the pad, the Mrs. Florida pageant. Yeah. And, wow. Uh, yeah, and so that was kind of like my my business. Um, mm-hmm. 
and I'm still in the beauty pageant business. I still run it. It's been like 25 years. And uh, I, I, I met my hu husband in Orlando. He's a real estate developer. His name is David Siegel. <laughs> he owns Westgate Resorts. And, um, and he only had three resorts back then. And um, and we ended up getting married and um, he, he's 30 years older and he says, I don't have time to waste. So we, we, <laughs> just, we just kept like getting kids every year. So we, we ended up with eight, eight kids. Wow. And, you know, he says, you know, we got to build a bigger house. So and right. that's when we, we decided to break ground on, on Versailles. And um, and he drew out the plans we were on a plane and on a little napkin of uh, the, the drawing of the oh, house and the house, it looks small on the napkin. <laughs> I said, I hope it has enough room, honey. And he said, this house is going <laughs> to be so amazing. And he says, we need to give our name. And I'm from a small town, Binghamton, New York, where there's only a hundred thousand mm -hmm. people with, with all the cities around. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm like, um, no one names a house. <laughs> well, if he said this, oh, so this house now that I see it, like it's under construction, and we're a year and a half away from getting it done. It it it's known as Versailles. And then when I did that documentary in um, the, called The Queen of Versailles, that's kind of how I ended up um, uh, with, with my title. I mean, people called me the Queen of Versailles <laughs> before that, but then that was just local. Now it's like worldwide. Yeah. And that movie, it's almost like it's, I, I heard it's one of the top fifty most watched documentaries globally oh, wow. of oh, all wow. time. And wow. I'll tell you, one of the things when people follow, like whenever I, I could be like in Hungary. I mean, I've been mm. um, to China, all, all over the world, and people say, "Queen of what happened to the house? What happened?" You know, so uh -huh. yeah. So I did make a follow up like documentary. That I just did. It's not done professionally, but it's just uh, I did it on my cell phone, and yeah. so that's, it's called the Princess of Versailles. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah, and it's it's on YouTube. So and oh, it's wow. free, and it's free. It's actually um, perfect um, timing right now because of the the drug epidemic with the the COVID. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, happening. Mm -hmm. That if you know anyone wants to watch um, the effects when like it's just like what happened to me and my husband mm. um, how it changed our lives from being like the queen of Versailles building the biggest home in America and going like doing the next thing having we had our foundation and I'm not Victoria's Voice we had a, another foundation mm -hmm. uh, for Westgate mm. Resorts and oh, wow. and then now it's like the house didn't matter anymore and it shows yeah. like Washington yeah. D.C. <laughs> Trying to get the the Narcan um, the bill passed, so we got uh, and we did pass it. So we got a um, a billion dollars for the Narcan for all the first responders in America. That mm -hmm. now every every police officer is supposed to be carrying the the Narcan um, oh, because wow. of us right now. And um, in fact, the um, our, sh our local sheriff, he he told me that. Uh, They've used it over 2,000 times. Oh, wow. Just, oh, just in Orlando. Wow. So I know that um, somewhere in there, I've saved a lot, at least one life, but I'm, I'm sure very, very much more. But if, if I can <laughs> yes. comprehend it nationally, 
Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's hard to call quantity like you know um, how many lives I've actually saved. But um, oh, oh um, also my daughter, she left a diary behind mm -hmm. when she mm -hmm. passed away, and it, um, and I published her diary, which oh, was wow. her dying wish. She um actually left a note um for for me if she died to publish her diary and where it was. And it's very raw and, oh, wow. it, and it shares like when someone feels isolated, like they do now with all the mm -hmm. COVID, um, and just feelings of like helplessness or worthlessness or, or like, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm, and all it, it, it shows all that's in there. And, um, and there's a lot of like swear words, you know, she was an angry teenager and her handwriting oh. when, when she's sober, it, her handwriting is so beautiful and perfect. Oh wow! And when, when she's on drugs, you can tell and it gets sloppy and, and mm. her oh, verbiage changed like trip a, you know, like, you know, like you can tell she was like high on something. So it, it's very raw and authentic. And uh, I really feel like um, when you read like, such a personal, personal thing uh, that who um, uh, either so someone who's going struggling with those issues will feel that they're not alone and feel comfort in that, and realize if you do to turn to drugs like she did, then you, she, I mean she died in the end, and the <clears throat> other people that maybe know someone that does drugs, it can open their eyes because I had no idea that my daughter was doing drugs. Wow. Um, when you look back now, do you see the signs? Yeah, there's a um, a lot of signs. Um, I mean, uh, like like if if the kids if someone gets irritable, or um, if they they go and hmm. they lock themselves in the room, say I'm just tired. They they could be in there um, shooting up and and sleeping, and you don't know, you know. Or, or uh, my daughter, mm. in general, I I think she was uh, like going over to friends' houses and doing it there, and just like doing sleepovers. Yeah. Um, but, but she did it right under our noses. I mean, my husband, he's a, a billionaire and if it can happen to us, it's happening to like, to anyone. I mean, we always thought a drug addict was someone sleeping, a homeless person sleeping under the yeah. bridge. Of course, yeah. That's you know, the perception. If that's the perception out there. Yeah, that's what you think. It can't be my kids, you know, right, it's right. someone else's kids. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I had, um, one of our, um attorneys in town um like he's um he told his his boy um this is after victoria died he says um if if you're doing drugs i'm taking your car keys away and he says oh no dad i would never ever do drugs so we had given his dad a, a drug test mm -hmm. and he, he held up the drug test and he and he says well i'm gonna make you take this drug test and if it shows you're doing drugs and you're lying to me, I'm taking your uh, car keys away for a year. If you test positive and you tell me that you're doing drugs, I'll only take the car away for a month. Oh, wow. So the kid, he reaches in his pocket and he said, here, dad, here's the keys. Wow. wow. He'd much rather have the money. He got wow. busted. Yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> it's just like the kids and, and they're good actors too. I mean, because yeah. they can, they can push it off and and say that they're 
they're just tired, you know. But um, but you can see like I started having like um purses disappearing, you know, being sold by oh, okay. friends, friends stealing for drug money. And uh and you know, just like there's like a lot of little signs like that, you yeah. Know? And definitely that's, you know, I'm glad you're talking about this because I think people need to hear some of this stuff because again, in most cases, the signs are there. I mean, I, I know that there's probably your small 1% of the crowds where the kids were so good yeah, that there was no signs, but in most cases there are signs. Yeah. At least small signs. And, and you built a foundation and you built a foundation around her. Yeah. Well, you know, sadly to say, um, Victoria, um, uh, our daughter, um, uh, died of like two like um, parents that actually, um, and every parent cares and wants to save lives too. But we mm. have a little bit more uh, of the wherewithal, the connections, um, uh, through my husband, because he yeah uh, we we've um, we uh, spend our, our our time and money um, investing in in getting the word out there. You know, I, I have a publicist. Um, helping to, to prom promote the drug awareness. We mm -hmm. have, uh, I, I'm doing this thing I, I call High on Life. So I've taken some inner, inner city kids under <clears throat> my wing, um, 18 of them. Oh, wow. um, they, um, who had never like seen the country, like they, they mm -hmm. only like lived in, in, in the, the city. And, um, and they're, they're actually influencers. Each one has at least a million uh, followers. Wow. These boys, they're, they're between 16 to 18 years old. And they reach about 30 million teenagers across our country. Oh, that's so, so what I've been doing like every every month or every other month uh, is taking them on trips, like getting them. Wow. Uh, I, took, I took them up to Branson and I got them jumping off a cliff and <laughs> they came out of the water. They were so exhilarated. They never saw a cliff in their life, you know? Oh, wow. I mean, maybe they saw the city park, but not like nature and, and stuff. And when they came out, they're like, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing. I'm like, and their eyes and their face glowed. And I said, you know what? You're, you're just, you're high on life. So, so now what I'm calling it is, is the uh, high on life. Oh, wow. Um, um, yep, I've been high on life for almost 13 years now. Yeah. <laughs> And isn't it wonderful? Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes when we tell our story, um, sometimes people will say, you know, because I feel like God healed me. And sometimes people will tell me, you know, if that won't work for everybody, don't. I mean, I've had people actually tell me, do not tell your story because you're giving false hope and all that other stuff. And when it, and it's like when we tell our story, though, you know, and sometimes people don't believe it. Because of I just gave it up because again I felt like God healed me. But they can ask her. She seen yeah. the drug slash alcohol person, and yeah, she she's seen the person afterwards. She knows. She knows. Oh yes. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's just so inspiring, and that really um, makes me feel feel good. I mean, um, and you know, one one thing is like you know where there's life, there's hope. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I, I've had um, a, a number of friends that have passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, most of, like I'm looking around me, and most of my friends now like that they, they don't uh, they don't do drugs and stuff. But like uh, maybe like 20 years ago, I knew people that that did, 
and they all died in their 40s. You know, it's really sad. That's how many friends that the, I, I lost. I'm there. You know, I, I am definitely there because that was the crowd I hung out. I hung out with the misfits, the outcasts. Yeah. When I was younger. So I'm only 49 years old right now. And so many friends I've had back in the day are all are dead. And it's insane. It's, they they die. Like heart attack or car accident. Just different stuff through the years yeah. because of um because of all the drug and alcohol abuse that we all have done. I mean, several committed suicide since then. Mm-hmm. I've had several that that um went like liver failure and stuff. I mean, just so oh, many yeah. different things that have happened through the years. You know that I you know I'm, sometimes I'm like thinking to myself. You know, I when I talk to people, I'm like. You just don't know. You've got a couple, you know, you're mm-hmm. 70 and you've got some friends starting to die. Oh, yeah. I've seen this for 10, 20 years now where people who didn't change when I did. Right. Who are, who are now not here. Exactly. <clears throat> and it's really sad. So you and I actually have a lot in common. So so the ones that are left are the ones that aren't doing the drugs. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah that's exactly. where I guess my friends aren't doing it. Plus, I'd scold them if they were. <laughs> so tell us about a couple of your books that you've written now. Yeah, so so I had already mentioned um, Victoria's Voice, which is Victoria's yeah. Diary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be on Amazon. And then um, I there's we have a like a kids, a teenagers type of book that my oh, wow. twins wrote. Oh, wow. Oliver on Collars. And, and that's just kind of like a, a fictional story, but like um, it's got the names of like, like I'm in it uh, about all my kids, my brother, like uh, we're all in, in the story, but it's mm-hmm. a fiction yeah. story and it's about our dog, Oliver. So oh, okay. I mean, it, just, it, it, <laughs> it gave the twins um, something to do to kind of like during that morning period. Oh, of, cool. and, um, and, uh, uh, at the end, you can choose the happy ending or the sad ending. So there's actually two chapters. Oh, cool. Which oh, is wow. like a little interactive. So, and yeah. that's, just, that's just fun. That's like for tweens. Like I would, you know, say like 12-year-old, you know, 13, something like that. And then um, and then I, I don't want people to forget to watch The Princess of Versailles. Mm. Oh, yes. Definitely be checking that out. Everyone and, should go. And, and you know, I can tell. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I'm also going to be on Below Deck. I'm not really allowed to tell people yet. Oh, yes. But um, in February. So oh, I, I was on it last year. So I like right. it so much, I just did it again. <laughs> oh, fun. And oh, then wow. I'm working on a TV show also of uh, finishing Versailles. So I'm, oh, I'm wow. working on, on the, during the, the COVID, we're going back and forth with our, um, our agreement. Always so got to finish when you start, right? Yeah, because <laughs> everyone wants to see it done, and <laughs> right, yes, yeah, and I want to share the experience with everyone. I mean, I, I'm kind of like an open person. I, I love people. Um, yeah, yes, you, know. you can tell. And and you know, I can tell your family or yeah, you know, our show is a family oriented. So, so Sandy's going to get our little eight year old. Yes, always, I'll go get him. We always have like our eight year old come on and ask one question to. You. Yes. And we've got a 19 month old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too. Cause we are a family affair. And what's funny is we, we, kind, of joke, 
<laughs> and, but we always talk about that, you know, we, we're creating a name, Family Affair Media, to be around our things so, because we believe in yeah. family. But look at this. Come here, Maverick. <coughs> Maverick here. <laughs> ah, look, doggy. Hi, Jackie. What's Here your favorite is. foods? My favorite foods? Um, well, actually, I love, love a good New York style pizza. And unfortunately, living in Florida, we can't get a, a great pizza. But that's one of my favorite foods. And um, I do also like, um, I love uh, chocolate and caviar. <laughs> I like, uh, um, you know what caviar is, right? Fish, fish eggs. He oh, you didn't I did. Yeah. yeah, he didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know that. Fish yeah. eggs. <laughs> so, so now you know. I yeah, I, I do love my fish eggs. <laughs> so, what's yours, look like? Pizza. You like pizza too? Yeah. Yes. Well, who, <laughs> yeah. who makes the best pizza? What's your favorite? Mm, pepperoni. Well, well, who's who's your favorite? What restaurant? What restaurant? Uh, little Caesars. <laughs> he likes Caesars. Little Caesars. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, someday you'll have to take them up to New York for a real good New York pizza. Because there's, real something, pizza. In the, real there's pizza. something in the, the water in New York um, that they they get the best bagels and the best like pizza crust. So mm -hmm. definitely oh, we'll wow. make that an agenda. <laughs> we will. Yes, he loves bagels too. Bye, James. <laughs> Thank you for the question. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so you cute. know we're. You know, we're a family show, you know. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get on this show. Funny people always ask, say, well, how do you know what he's going to say? And we're like, well, he's got his question. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a pro now. That's <laughs> he's got this 200 die over 200. <laughs> <laughs> so as we close here, any final parting words and how can people get your books? Well, um, the Victoria's Voice, Victoria's Voice and Oliver Uncollard are they're on Amazon, so okay. just go to Amazon.com. And if anyone wants to look at my YouTube channel, which the Princess of Versailles is on there, but I've also got like a, a terror movie um, on there wow. um, I, that, that, I did <laughs> that we never released. So if anyone oh, wow. wants to see more of some of the things I'm doing, my channel and, and my Facebook and Instagram are the real queen of Versailles. And Versailles, oh, wow. V-E-R-S-A-I-L-L-E-S. So it, a lot of people don't know how to spell it, but it's it's like a French spelling. The Queen of <laughs> yes. So they remember the Queen of Versailles, or no, the real Queen of Versailles, the real Queen of Versailles. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and if they yeah. want to look at my foundation, our <laughs> foundation is uh, victoriasvoicefoundation.com. Oh, wow. If anyone um, needs help or, or wants an, um, an encouragement or, you know, has a teenager that, that needs, a, a you know, some some sort of guidance, if they do. Yeah. So. yeah. I love that. We definitely love everything that you're doing, especially coming from that. I went through 19 years of addiction. You know, I really I'm appreciate I'm so proud of you. I think. And she, of yeah. course, really appreciates what you're doing because she had to fight yeah. through those first five years of our marriage because mm -hmm. of all that. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, she's an amazing woman. You know, it takes a, yes, a, a, lot, a lot, a lot of love um, to um, support someone to, to bring them to out of addiction. Yeah. And that's what did it. You know, the love, you know, she, you know, when we came together and God brought her into my life, 
I think he knew that, that I needed her pure heart to heal me because 99% of the people would have left me. She didn't. She chose to stay. She chose to love and she chose to do it in a way that never put me down. Because I think that's where the addicted person has issues with. They already put themselves down. They don't need other people. Right. They are adding to guilty. that. Yeah. And, and people think that they don't feel guilty, but they do. They might not say it, but oh, they're guilty sure. inside. Yeah. And they always say, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll quit tomorrow. I'll quit tomorrow. And then tomorrow you feel guilty again. So it's, yeah. like, it's mm -hmm. a never ending cycle. Exactly. Yes. And you know what? We really enjoyed having you today. We and we definitely look forward to having you back down the road. I can't wait. Maybe when um, um, we'll do it like a. Uh, this spring, like when I get the, the Blow Deck show coming out. There we go. Ah, yes. Then I can talk about my experience on there. Ah, ah we can't wait to hear about it. We can't wait it. to hear about it. Let's get that book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks.